You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hello, Giants fans, and welcome to the Valentine's Views podcast here on Big Blue View Radio, part of your SB Nation family of podcasts. I'm your host, Ed Valentine of Big Blue View. Today's show is going to feature a couple of uh, of interviews that I was fortunate enough to, to land with uh, a couple of, of young NFL draft prospects who are working out uh, in advance of the draft at Test Football Academy in uh, in New Jersey under the uh, under the guise of uh, of folks like uh, former and former New York Giants lineman Richie Soybert the uh, the the young men that that we're going to talk to are both offensive linemen Tommy Doyle of Miami of Ohio and Will Freeze of Penn State both young men hoping to to hear their names called in the in the draft here in a few weeks, and we'll get to those interviews uh, in a moment here. But first, I think we need to uh, to spend some time talking about the uh, the franchise and transition tags. the uh, The window for NFL teams to use those tags is now open until March 9th. The the giant most likely to to receive a tag, of course, is uh, defensive lineman Leonard Williams, who the Giants hope to keep off the free agent market. But uh, you know, Williams played last season under the franchise tag, sixteen point one two six million dollars. Wrote at Big Blue View on Tuesday that while it's an option, I think the Giants would would sincerely hope not to have to use the franchise tag on Williams this time with the cap going down from 198 million down to somewhere around 182 183 million you know in that range the uh the way the rules are written to tag a player two years in a row uh Williams would receive a 20% raise which would put his uh his 20 21 salary cap hit somewhere around 19.4 million dollars that would be prohibitive you know for me if I'm the Giants that would be an absolute last resort uh, if you can't come to some sort of a a long-term agreement that would allow the Giants to keep the cap number down for 2021 I know a lot of folks also are worried about uh, the possibility of of offense or defensive tackle Dalvin Tomlinson leaving via free agency as well. And and I'm sure the Giants would like to sign Tomlinson, would like to keep him. But again, the tag is prohibitive. Even the transition tag is estimated to be or projected to be more than $11 million for defensive tackle. In 2021, the franchise tag is more than $14 million you know, via projection from over the cap. 
So I'm sure that while the Giants would like to have Tomlinson back, they're not going to use the franchise tag to make that happen. That's just too big of a cap hit for uh, for 2021, especially with the cap going down. We'll have to see if they can work some magic here and get the numbers down and and get uh, make some salary cap space here in the next couple of weeks. You know, with with moves involving guys like Nate Solder and and Kevin Zeitler and and some other veteran players who uh, who they could cut or restructure. Golden Tate's another one who's probably going to wind up you know being cut to save some salary cap space. But we'll see what the Giants do here cap-wise in the next couple of weeks. I'm just not anticipating that they would use the the tag on either Williams or Tomlinson. Just, uh, you know, financially and cap-wise, not really uh, the way that the Giants would hope to uh, to go about, you know, building their roster and trying to improve this team for the 2021 season, it would just uh, it would really limit their flexibility going forward into the uh, into the remainder of, of free agency. So we'll see what happens, but I would not anticipate the Giants uh, doing uh, doing anything in terms of using the franchise tag. All right, let's get to. Our first of two interviews. First up will be the interview that I did with Will Freeze of Penn State. All right, Giants fans, we uh, as we build toward the NFL draft, we try to uh, get an opportunity to uh, introduce you to some of the young men who are hoping to hear their names called uh, in, in the draft this this spring. And, and joining the, the program right now is is Penn State offensive tackle Will Fries, one of those uh, one of those young players hoping to be uh, to be drafted here in a few weeks. Will, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, thank you very much for having me, and uh, looking forward to the opportunity to talk some ball. All right, so I was just looking at uh, you know lo- looking at, at at some information about you, and and you know you've played you've played. Pretty where pretty much everywhere across the line except for center. Am I right? You played more guard this year than you did center, or th- than you did tackle. Is that right? Uh, yeah, that's right. I've started at um, you know four positions on the line. Uh, my first start being left guard when I was a redshirt freshman. Uh, never started center, but uh, yeah, this year I uh, started the first couple games of tackle. Then moved into guard. Uh, started the majority of the time there. Played most of my senior season there, and. Uh, being able to play guard and tackle in, uh, in every game this year. And you uh, you have a preference, or do you think that, that really it's just the, the versatility that's a big selling point for you, you know, going into uh, going into the end of the draft? Yeah, I think it's kind of like you said, it's just the, the versatility aspect. Um, you know, being able to play multiple positions on the offensive line, um, you know, when a team only carries a certain number of guys, you know, there has to be guys that are dependable uh, and reliable to play more than one position. And, um, you know, I feel very confident in my abilities to do that. Um, you know, I was able to do it uh, within games this, this year, uh, you know, doing it every game. Um, but like you said earlier, like, I feel pretty good at tackle, too. You know, that was, that's was that been my home for the past couple of years and have a lot of reps there. But, um, you know, getting the experience to play some guard this year, uh, I think it's going to help me out. Is that hard to do? You know, um, the Giants did a thing this year, obviously. You know, my website covers the Giants. And people talk about offensive lines and, and continuity and all that. And, 
there was a big fuss this year with the Giants because they rotated a couple of positions. They rotated one of the guard spots and they rotated one of the tackle spots. Is it hard? I mean, to switch positions within games and it, or is that just something that you got used to? Um, you know, I think I have to give a lot of credit to my uh, offensive line coach, uh, Coach Trotwine. Um, you know, he did a great job preparing me for that uh, challenge. You know, I think that um, typically it is a, uh, you know, it's not an easy thing to do uh, for a guy to move between guard and tackle within a game. But, um, you know, I think he just, the way he prepared me, you know, studying, you know, extra tape, um, you know, practicing both positions in practice and, uh, you know, knowing going into the game that I'm going to have to play both. Um, you know, I think that really helped me out. And I uh, give a lot of credit to him for making that transition uh, a little bit easier. And did you, I know there isn't going to be a, a scouting combine this year, but did you, had there been one, did you have an invite? Yes, I did get invited to the combine. And, I mean, is that... Are you kind of bummed that there isn't going to be a combine just in terms of, you know, getting in front of teams or, I mean, does it, does it kind of complicate, you know, your ability to, to, I guess I want to say sell yourself to, to NFL teams at all? Um, you know, I think first off, I'm, you know, very thankful to be invited, uh, regardless, you know, no matter the circumstance, it's something, you know, you always dream about when you're, you know, a little kid and, you know, as you get closer and closer to the goal and, you know, Getting that invite, you know, is definitely something very special to me. Um, you know, it definitely maybe is a little bombing that, um, you know, can't go there to Indianapolis, you know, experience the whole, um, you know, the whole interview process, the, the testing and things like that. That's, that's, a, that's a little disappointing, but, um, you know, I think the NFL has a good plan in place that, um, you know, we'll still be able to showcase all of our skills and do the meetings and, and things like that. I think that, um, you know, at, at our pro day, you know, be able to you know, show off all the stuff we've been working for and uh, do interviews and uh, still get those things done to, uh, you know, sell ourselves. And I know that you are, you're working out, you know, in, in, uh, in advance of the draft. I know you're working out at Test Football Academy uh, in, a Jer- in, in New Jersey, and I know that uh, that one of the guy, one of the guys that works with with you guys is is former Giant, you know, Rich Soybert, and and Rich is a good friend of the show. He's a good friend of Big Blue View, and 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 I know that his journey to the NFL came as an undrafted guy, um, you know, a guy that you know not a lot of people had had expectations for in the NFL. I'm just curious. Um, what it's like working with Rich and really what, if any, uh, advice has he given you, uh, you know, leading up to, uh, to the draft? Yeah. Uh, Rich has been awesome. You know, really enjoy working with him and the time that we get to spend, um, you know, refining our craft with him. I've learned a lot of, you know, little tricks and things here and there, uh, to prepare for, you know, the eventual journey in the NFL. Um, you know, he's a guy, like you said, that, you know, he had to work his way um, into the league as, a, as an undrafted guy, and uh, you know he he really just grinded. And um, you know I think you know training with us and he helps instill that mindset into us, and you know kind of helps us um, how to act like a pro, and um, you know things like that, uh, little tips here and there. You know how to act in the locker room. You know how to do certain techniques. Um, how to you know help study the playbook and do board review. Um, all those things um, he's been very helpful with, and. Um, you know, I'm very grateful to uh, be working with him. 
And I'm just curious, you know, we talked a little bit about the about the combine and about the interview process, and we talked a little bit about your versatility as an offensive lineman. Um, if you were to give us a a quote unquote scouting report on what you know what an NFL team is going to get if they if they draft you if they bring you in, um, what, what would that scouting report sound like? You know, I would say that I'm a big um, physical guy that can move. Um, you know, in pass pro, you're going to get a technician, someone who uh, plays with balance and stout with their hands. Uh, I think in the run game, you're going to see a guy that's, that can move people off the line of scrimmage. And, uh, you know, getting down to guard, you know, I can pull and uh, move in space on screens. Um, they're going to get someone who's, um, you know, intelligent and, uh, you know, reliable and uh, committed to helping the team win. I'm curious, you know, Penn State, you obviously are playing playing against the best teams in the country, you know, uh, pretty much, you know, week in, week out. What's the – who's the toughest player you've ever had to block? Uh, you know, like you said, playing in the Big Ten, um, there's a lot of guys. Um, you know, uh, out of Ohio State, they have a bunch of good guys over here. You know, Chase Young was very good, Nick Bosa, uh, Tyquan Lewis, all those guys were really good. Um you know, a couple guys from Michigan, Rashawn, Gary, uh, Chase Winovich, you know, just to name a few. But, um, you know, I think playing those guys, um, you know, helped me realize the uh, level it's going to take to play at the NFL and, um, you know, kind of getting some reps against those guys under my belt, um, you know, getting ready for, you know, this next step. That also may be a selling point for you, you know, when, when you when you talk to NFL teams like, hey, you know, I, I've lined up across from you know from Bosa and, and Chase Young and Winovich and, and and some of these guys. You know, I, I've seen them before, maybe, and, and you know, and, and what they can do isn't isn't a surprise. Yeah, I think so, and I think um, just seeing my progress over the years and you know how I've developed, you know, being a multi-year starter, you know, and then this year with the versatility, I think that I've shown that um, I can play against all those guys and. Uh, you know, play different positions, and I think that's um, you know a good selling point for me. What would it be like? You're uh, you went to high school in in Cranford, uh, in New Jersey. What would it What would it be like for you? You know, basically getting an opportunity to play in New Jersey with a team like the Giants. You know, that'd be a tremendous honor. Um, you know, the whole area that I grew up in, you know, Cranford and surrounding area, there's all Giants fans. I know I'd have a ton of, you know, local support. All my best friends are Giants fans, and um, that'd be really cool, you know, being in this area, being from New Jersey my whole life, and um, especially knowing guys like Rich and people who have, you know, played for the organization before, it'd be a tremendous honor. You grow up as a Giants fan or, or, some, or a different team? Actually, not personally made. My, uh, my family are Jets fans. <laughs> Uh, uh, I don't know. This interview's over. I'm sorry. This interview's over. <laughs> no, it's all good. Uh, I'm curious. I need to ask you about uh, about a couple of your teammates. You know, the draft is coming up, and 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 the Giants are are looking for for playmakers. And there's you know there's on on both sides of the ball, offense and defense, and. Yeah, a couple of of your teammates on the defensive side of the ball are guys that that people talk about as as possibilities for the Giants. Maybe in the at at eleven in the first round, and you know maybe at at forty three in the second round. 
Um, I need to ask you, first of all, um, scouting report on, on Mika Parsons. Yeah, he, uh, Mike is, you know, a tremendous athlete, you know, one of the freakiest guys, um, you know, ever seen playing, you know, playing in the Big Ten, you see uh, a lot of freaky athletes, but um, just his instincts, the way he finds the ball, you know, how fast and explosive he is, making a read, um, you know, from the linebacker position, you know, go back and watch that cotton ball tape last year, and he was on the field, and I, I think that kind of shows you what kind of play you're going to get if you get Mike Parsons. And the other one, I think you know where I'm going, is uh, Jason Owe. I mean, people are concerned when they look at, at Jason because there wasn't a lot of statistical production, you know, in, in 2020 from, from him. But, but you know, what, what, what kind of player, you know, would a team, would a team be getting if, uh, if they select him? Yeah, I think, um, first off, he's a great kid, you know, very high character, you know, um, you know, another guy from New Jersey, um, just a freak athlete, um, kind of the same as Mike. You know, they're blazing fast speed, explosiveness off the ball. Um, you know, he's a problem uh, to deal with and, um, you know, may not have the production that he wanted or anything like that, but he was still playing at a really high level and very disruptive. Um, you know, you look at those PFF grades and, you know, he's one of those just disruptive pass rushers in the Big Ten this year. And, uh, you know, he's just a great kid and uh, he's gonna have a great career all right hey will thank you very very much for uh for spending some some time with me if uh if you happen to, to land with the giants uh you know hopefully we'll get a chance to uh to meet you in in person you know later on this spring or this summer so uh best of luck to you and and, and thanks again absolutely looking forward to it and i appreciate your time and uh if happen to do land with the giants i'll uh, definitely be back on all right take care Uh, All right, Giants fans, let's take a break now for a word from our SB Nation sponsors. When we come back, I'll have an interview for you with Miami of Ohio offensive lineman Tommy Doyle. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. 
And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Up next, Giants fans, is an interview that I did with Miami of Ohio offensive lineman Tommy Doyle, another one of the the prospects who is training for the draft uh, at Test Football Academy in New Jersey. Uh, my apologies on this one. There is no, there are no intro pleasantries. Uh, and, and that that's my fault. Uh, what you'll hear uh, is uh, is Tommy Doyle and I pretty much diving right into uh, our conversation about uh, about his preparations for the draft and his career at Miami of Ohio. So let's get right to that. 2020 season was kind of a strange one. I mean, initially, if I have this right, initially you opted out because it looked like there wasn't going to be football at the Mac in, in the Mac. Then when they decided to play, um, you know, you, you opted back in and, uh, and decided to play. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. Okay. Um, what I so just describe for me sort of the uh, the, the roller coaster of, of what it was like, you know, for for the twenty twenty season as a college football player. Yeah, it was definitely interesting times. Um, the MAC decided to essentially cancel our season, um, and then. Obviously, so I believe we were the first conference to cancel, and then we were the last conference to come back and say, oh, we're going to play, and we kind of uh, formulated a six-game schedule, and I think we had uh, six, seven weeks to kind of get ready for our first game, um, so it was it was definitely interesting going from, hey, we're not playing a season at all, to, okay, here we go, we got a six-game schedule, um, so I decided to hop back in and play, obviously. Um, and we ended up only getting three games in, and three of our games got canceled because of COVID. Um, so it was it was definitely a roller coaster, but um, I'm I'm glad I came back and played. I enjoyed those last memories with my teammates, and you know what I was able to get out of that season. And I just tried to control what I could, but it was it was definitely an interesting season. You know, play wise and on the field wise, you know, playing just those three games. Do you feel like you? you got anything out of out of that as far as just you know what will help you you know going forward you know trying to find an NFL opportunity yeah I mean definitely I think uh, being able to just even if it was three games um, I also got in a whole nother fall camp of practice and work with coach Barnett um, who I have a great relationship with at uh, Miami of Ohio he's he's now at Tulane but I definitely think it helps. Um, I think it was a lot better than taking an entire year off of football. So I'm 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 happy with how it worked out. And I'm I'm curious. You know, it's it, it's a weird year. Let me let me start here with with the draft. Did you? Um, I know there isn't going to be a combine. Did you? Had there been a combine? Did you have an invite? Yes, I did. 
Yep. They're not doing any of the workouts in Indianapolis this year, though, so it's kind of a modified combine. Right. Is that disappointing for you that that, that, that that's not going to take place? Um, you know, it's. I'm just honored to be invited, grateful to be a part of it, and I'm just trying to control what I can control and work, work hard at the things I can control. Um, obviously, it would have been awesome to showcase my athleticism, you know, in Indianapolis, but that's just not the case, so I'm just going to do what I can um, otherwise. And do you... You know, it, it, it's kind of impossible to uh, to predict how the draft is is going to work out. And all of that. Do you do you have any expectations? You know, from, from maybe from what you've been told or what you've heard, or or are you just trying to keep your head down? And and, and you know, that's again one of those things that you can't control. Yep, exactly. I'm just keeping my head down, working hard, and uh, things will take care of itself. And and I know that you're working out um, at you know Test Academy in New Jersey, and one of the the trainers there is is former Giant you know, Rich Soybert, guy that guy that we've talked to a few times, guy that had a long you know successful career with the Giants, but a guy who who wasn't highly thought of coming out of school, wasn't drafted, you know had kind of his own you know his own journey to the NFL. I'm just curious, what, if any, advice has Rich given you as you've worked with him, you know, that, that really has, has stuck with you at this point? Yeah, Coach, Coach Schoibert has given a lot of great advice. Um, just being able to hear his experience um, coming from a small school and having that type of success in the NFL um, has been really cool to, to hear about and learn, learn things from him. Um, I've learned a lot of a lot of things about defenses, some some board work type of stuff, a lot of good tips here and there on, on just just pass sets, run blocking, everything. And I mean, on top of that, he's a great guy. He's fun to be around, so it's it's been awesome to work with him. And I'm I'm curious, you you played I think both left and right tackle, and you know at, at, at Miami. Um, yeah. Do you? Do you feel like you can you can you can do both of those that you can play on both sides uh, at the NFL level? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm working both right tackle and left tackle um, here at Test, so I'm, I'm prepared for anything. And I'm curious also, what uh, if you were going to give you know if you're sitting in a room with you know with with you know an NFL talent evaluator, or whatever, and, and, and and they ask you for for a scouting report on yourself. I mean, what's that going to sound like? Yeah, you know, I think I'm 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 really athletic. I have the length, the talent to be successful at the next level. Um, I have the the competitiveness, the smarts, the toughness as well to go on top with that. Um, I've I've been a great pass blocker, you know, throughout my career, and I'm able to move guys guys off the ball in the run game as well. Um, so I think. Um, and I think that I'm, I'm developing. I've developed so much. I'm going to continue to do that. Um, I never played offensive line in high school. I really only played like three and a half years of offensive line in college. So the sky's the limit for me. What did you play in high school? I was a defensive end. Okay. Um, curious, you know, since, since you brought that up, how did the move to, uh, to, to the offensive line come about? Yeah, I mean, it was basically getting recruited out of high school. Um, I had a decent amount of coaches just telling me that they 
think that, you know, being a tackle would be the, the perfect position for me um, in college and to develop into an offensive lineman. Um, so a majority of the scholarship offers I received were to play offensive line. So I kind of just accepted the fact that that was going to be the best position for me. And uh, I loved Miami of Ohio. I had a really good relationship with Coach Barnett, the offensive line coach there. Um, and I trusted him to develop me into a tackle, and I just went with it. Okay, I'm curious, you know, how do you answer the uh... – the, the, the level of competition question, you know, it's not a Power 5 school, you're, you're not playing, you know, the Ohio States of, of the world all the time. Uh, you know, if somebody asks you about your level of competition, uh, you know, as far as transitioning to the NFL, uh, you have a thought on that? Yeah, I mean, I think I've played some top pass rushers um, throughout my career that you can watch the tape of. You know, I've played against Cincinnati every year played against AJ Epinenza against Iowa and I just I think the film doesn't lie and I'm confident that I have all the abilities in the world to to do that against NFL talent talent consistently so yeah I was I was you, you mentioned Epinesa. I was curious I was going to ask you you know best best pass rushers best guys you you, you think you've lined up against anyone other than than Epinesa come to mind yeah um yeah him for sure um Sutton Smith, back in the day against Northern Illinois, was a very good player. Um, Malcolm Kuntz of Buffalo is a very good player too. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. So you, so you've played against some, uh, you know, some guys that are definitely, you know, NFL caliber, and and you know, Epinesa was a was was a, I believe, a second round draft pick. I think. Uh, I think so. I think that's correct. Right, so so it's not like you haven't played against against good competition. Um, I would also um, tell where are you from, Tommy? So I'm from Edina, Minnesota. It's uh, right outside of Minneapolis. Okay, so so uh, how did you how did you wind up at uh, at at Miami of Ohio? Um, so I as I talked about earlier, I kind of got a, some offers to play offensive line. Um, I had a decent amount of offers from Mac schools, and I really I took a visit to Miami of Ohio. Um, I had a friend who went there too, so I had kind of heard about it before. They had a really good business school as well, so I was interested in that. Um, and I was actually going to walk on to Wisconsin. It was either it was going to walk on to Wisconsin to be a four I, or I was going to go to Miami of Ohio, and I decided to go to Miami of Ohio. And that that seems to have worked out pretty well for you. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm, I'm really happy with it. And uh, so, what, what are the next few weeks? Um, you know, leading up to the draft, we've got a couple of months yet. Uh, wh- what are the next, uh, the next few weeks gonna, gonna be like for you? How are you gonna be spending your time? Yeah, so I'm at Test Football Academy, as we talked about. Um, I'm right here training right now, and really, everything's really focused on getting ready for my pro day right now. So. And, uh, a, lot of, a lot of working out, just just be, being a pro every day. When is that? When is that pro day going to be? Uh, March 29th. And that's at Miami of Ohio, or is that somewhere else? Yes, that's correct. That's at Miami of Ohio. All right. All right. Cool. Um, hey, Tommy, I appreciate your your spending some some time with me. Uh, you know, if you hopefully, you know, if you if you happen to land with the Giants, hopefully one of these days we'll actually get to uh, to talk to players in person again. So. 
best of luck to you, and uh, you know, if you land with the Giants, you know, we'll, we'll talk to you again. Yeah, awesome. Sounds good. I appreciate it. All right. All right. Take care. Yep. See ya. Right. Yep. Bye bye. Giants fans, that's our show for today. We thank you, as always, for listening and for supporting Big Blue View on all of its various platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, our website at BigBlueView.com, our YouTube channel. We always appreciate uh, you guys uh, stopping by and checking out all of those different platforms. We hope we give you uh, what you're looking for in terms of Giants coverage in in a variety of different ways. Uh, In terms of the podcast here, please remember to subscribe to Big Blue View on all of your favorite podcast applications. Rate us where you can. I believe that's on uh, Apple Podcasts. So please, uh, please do that. And also, Giants fans, uh, check out a couple of the shows that I did recently. Interesting stuff. An interview that I did recently on a po- on the podcast with with Giants linebacker Tay Crowder, and also the show that I did a few days ago with Brent Taylor of SB Nation's Alabama website, Roll Bama Roll, as we talked about a number of the Alabama prospects who who could be day one and day two selections uh, in the draft and could be of interest to your New York Giants. All right, Giants fans, thanks again. Please stay safe out there, take care of each other, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Claude 3 from Anthropic is your one-stop shop for enterprise AI. With models at every point of the price-performance curve, you no longer have to make trade-offs between intelligence, speed, and cost. Claude 3 Opus sets new industry benchmarks for intelligence. Sonnet strikes the perfect balance between skill and speed. And Haiku is the fastest and lowest-cost model on the market, perfectly designed for high-volume, high-speed use cases. Join the thousands of enterprises who use Anthropic to navigate this new frontier. Visit anthropic.com slash Claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, today. Jumpstart your genius with Claude 3 by Anthropic.